The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Abuse takes on many forms, from the scars that people can see to the ones that they can't. Are you ready to break free from what's keeping you from living the life you deserve to live? Welcome to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa and her guests speak from personal and professional experience, and they will answer your questions and offer solutions to help you get on the road to your recovery. Now, here's Dr. Lisa Cooney. Good morning, everyone, or good evening, depends on where you are. This is Dr. Lisa Cooney, and we are talking today about happiness. Is that odd that we're having a abuse show about happiness? <laughs> no, it's not odd. It's just what we're doing today. And we're doing a very special show today on the seven steps to happiness because this Friday, the, uh, I think it's Friday the 20th. If not, it's Thursday the 20th. Let me check my calendar here. Um, the yes, Friday the twentieth is the Happiness Telesummit. You can check that out at www.thehappinesstelesummit.com or just happinesstelesummit.com, and you'll find myself and some amazing other authors um, speaking in video about the numerous books that we have uh, all received the gift and blessing of having chapters in. So this is the first of four specifically that I'm in right now that I've wrote, wrote for, and there'll be a whole bunch of others as well upcoming after that. Um, and it starts with The Energy of Happiness, and which shot to number one on Amazon within the first 24 hours. And then it also talks about uh, The Energy of Receiving, the energy of expansion, and there's one that hasn't been talked about yet that's coming out after that. So take a look at the happinesstelesummit.com and or check on Amazon and get yourself a copy of the book or come see me in a class and I will sign the copy of your book. Okay, so today we're going to talk about happiness. And the content of the show, so to speak, is Asking a question, starting off first, do you ever feel locked out of the possibility of happiness? Perhaps, since many of you experienced abuse on this show particularly, happiness may seem like a pipe dream. I know that it was for me. You may feel locked into misery, like I've talked about for at least the first two decades of my life, and believe that you don't deserve happiness. Well, happiness is just like air. Does somebody deserve less of air than another? No, that's not the way it is. However, when you're abused, it can really feel that way. So, perhaps with happiness, you have fleeting moments of happiness and wonder what it would take for happiness to stick around. The good news is happiness is not just a pipe dream. 
Today's show, I'm going to share with you seven steps that you can take to move beyond abuse and into the radical aliveness and happiness that is intrinsic to all of us. So let's talk about this. And it's really interesting because I saw right before I got on air today that a bunch of emails came in uh, with people asking questions. And they're asking questions and telling me how frustrated they sound and feel about not being happy and not being able to get beyond their abuse. So it's kind of perfect how it all worked out today. So I will read some of your questions that have come in to the best of my ability. And of course, if you are out there and you are listening and you would love uh, to get on the phone and speak to me live, I would love to have you. So let's get into this. So seven steps to happiness. Um, Step one, I always say, you got to acknowledge what you haven't been willing to acknowledge before. Sometimes that's the most courageous step. When you acknowledge your unhappiness, you let yourself know that you matter, and that's the foundation of your happiness. Okay? So you got to acknowledge your unhappiness. Let yourself know you matter. And then acknowledge that you're unhappy. Okay, so that's the first step. And the second step is to choose happiness. Choose happiness. Third step is releasing your addiction to unhappiness. The fourth step is get support and share your story. The fifth step is learn to listen within. The sixth step is to weed out and plant new seeds. And the seventh step is to unleash your awesome. And I'm going to talk more in detail about all of these steps um, during this show. Okay? So it's really interesting to talk about happiness because when, when I first got into access consciousness, I guess it's about three or four years ago now, Um, there was a class that I took called happiness is just a choice. And I literally wanted to take it because I wasn't happy. (laughs) Um, Or I wasn't, I felt like happiness was this elusive um, word, experience, feeling that um, I would never have. And I thought if I took that class, then I would get happy. I'm sure some of you have done something like that as well. Well, I took the class, and yeah, I did get happy, but I have to tell you that during it, I was pretty miserable, and I was realizing how many days, weeks, months, years, and decades I'd spent unhappy, and they're telling me in this class, the founders of Access Consciousness, that it's just a choice, and I have to tell you that that pissed me off, because like, God, if it's just a choice... What am I choosing? Obviously not happiness. And so I made a demand that I was going to do no matter what it takes to keep choosing happiness. And by that, I had to acknowledge my unhappiness. So I had to see all of me. Happiness is seeing all of you. So when I created this chapter, I really created it for me because this is what I did to get happy Sometimes throughout my life, 
in many different ways, and sometimes um, not in those in those ways <laughs> that were so easy either. So what I did was I chose to get happy no matter what, and that was by acknowledging my unhappiness. I had to see all the places where I wasn't happy. And that takes great courage. And then in that, I had to choose happiness. It's choosing happiness just for the fun of it. You can choose happiness by bringing something into your life that is fun and lights you up. That's the place to start. Okay? Just for the fun of it. What would this be for you? Would it be taking a walk? Would it be taking a vacation? Would it be um, telling your loved one that you love them? Would it be uh, taking a class? Would it be doing some exercise routine, taking a dance class? Would it be you know, reading a poem to the crows? Who knows? Whatever it is, doing something for the fun of it something that lights you up, something that makes you happy. You have to acknowledge you're unhappy, and then you got to choose to be happy. And it's kind of awkward because I'm telling you to acknowledge your unhappiness and see what you're not willing to see and then start seeing it and then choose happiness at the same time just for the fun of it. Well, that's what it takes. I've talked about that tenacity of consciousness. That's what it takes. You've got to be so truthful with you and so willing to know, be, receive the truth of what you've chosen, just like I did. Then you have to, well, what I suggest is step three, release your addiction to unhappiness. And I say in the book that happiness is allowing ease. Unhappiness is familiar. It's a way to get attention. It's a way to connect Complaining about what's not working is one way this reality and this society forms relationships. That is more familiar than actually choosing happiness and allowing ease into your life. Okay, We have an addiction, addiction to misery. Just turn the TV on right now and listen, watch CNN and watch all the news. It's all about all the horrible things, and then every once in a while they say something beautiful that makes us happy. But most of our life in this reality is about what's wrong, what's the problem, what's not happening versus living in the possibility, the generation, the creation of what we can choose. Okay. Then I always talk about um, getting support and sharing your story. And in so doing, in step four, then you'll receive you as a gift. That's really important. Receiving you as a gift. And in order to stop choosing unhappiness and start choosing happiness, you need to delve into the root of your unhappiness. This requires looking at events, situations, and relationships in your past. And then also choosing in the present to not repeat those same patterns. The heaviness of your unhappiness is lifted when you enlist the support of another, a professional, a practitioner, a therapist, a doctor, somebody that you feel most comfortable with. I was talking with an old client of mine from almost a decade ago who has a son who's struggling a little bit with 
some moods and sexuality and he's 13. He has autism and he's getting into that puberty phase where sex and sexuality and masturbation are coming right to the forefront of things. And she needed some advice on that. And that was, and she kept saying, I really trust you. Even though it's been this amount of years, I knew that I had to call you and just get started on you know, this new path with him with a trusted advisor. And so we just talked for about an hour. I gave her some suggestions, and she's going to take the steps that she needs to, to choose happiness for herself and for him in this situation. The step five would be to learn to listen within. Happiness is getting quiet, listening and doing exactly what you hear. So when you take that time to tune into your inner voice, you allow the wisdom to guide your decisions. But your wisdom, you empower you to know that you know. And then you start creating new relationships with yourself, one based on trust and respect. This can go a long way in cultivating happiness for yourself and with others. Okay, step six. I know this is a lot of information, but I want to get through the steps first. Step six is about weeding out and planting new seeds. Okay, happiness is allowing yourself to plant your own garden. Most of us don't know how to do this. And then step seven is what I call unleashing your awesome. That's leaping. Happiness is leaping into the unknown and knowing the net will appear, knowing that the universe has conspired with you to shower you with blessings. Happiness is your divine birthright. But you do have to choose it. And you may have to go through a little bit of the muck before you get fully happy and do the happy dance by, you know, Farrell Williams. So I'm going to come back after the break and read some questions, maybe hear from some of you, and keep talking about the seven steps to happiness and happiness being a choice and happiness being your divine birthright. I hope you'll continue to join me and stay with me. And we'll be back after the break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are 
listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Okay, so this is Dr. Lisa, and you know what you're listening to here. We're talking about happiness. So let me get to some of these uh, questions here, and we'll guide them through this happiness process that um, I just read to you in the first segment. So the first uh, one of the listeners here, and thank you for all of your emails, um, says, let's see, how do we forgive ourselves when we fall in the rabbit hole? I seem to do okay and well for a while, and then whammo, drop. I feel like such a failure and fucked up big time. So let me speak to that a little bit. So right there, as you as you hear it from this email, they're in a rabbit hole, not feeling so happy. <laughs> okay, and that's very common for all of us. And certainly, when you are moving beyond abuse, we do seem to do okay for a little while, and then something occurs. A lot of times, you don't really expect it to occur, but it does occur, and then you go into this cycle of feeling bad or wrong or failure and just screwed up. And no matter what, you can't do anything right. So I would say, what invention are you using to create the need to be a failure and for cucked up big time are you choosing? Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what invention are you using to create the need of being a failure and fucked up big time are you choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what invention are you using to create the need for being a failure and fucked up big time are you choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So why do I use the word need? Because with moving beyond abuse – in order to move beyond abuse, you have to get to your desires, okay? Desire is the generative energy. Need is the depressive energy. It's the limitation. It's the constriction. Now, I'm not talking about need like in relationship. I'm talking more about desire in relationship, okay? We have desires in relationship, but in this reality, we're told that there are needs. So what this person here, what D is saying here, is that the need is to forgive oneself for falling in the rabbit hole and feeling like such a failure. Now, what is the rabbit hole? Well, the rabbit hole, in her words, what I would say is the invisible cage of abuse. So I'd also say to you to go back in the archives on iTunes and download the podcast about the invisible cage of abuse and listen to some of the shows about that because it will give you a lot of information. And that is what we are all, what I'm doing here on this radio show is moving people beyond abuse. So what invention are you using to need the form, structure, and significance of being a failure and screwed up all the time are you choosing? 
right? Wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then I would ask you, D, that's not your real name, but I'm just going to call you that. I would ask you, D, like who told you, who taught you the rabbit hole? Who taught you that you were such a failure? And who taught you that you were wrong all the time and screwed up all the time? That you're biomimetically mimicking that means a big word for replicating or duplicating somebody what somebody taught you. And then if you are familiar with access, I would run the clearing statement. And if you're not, I'd go to theclearingstatement.com or take a bars class and learn about it. Um, so when you're needing something, everyone, you're basically needing what you already believe you can't receive. And in the not being able or being willing to receive that's what turns the energies into neediness or need, and that's what leads to the rabbit hole. So all that that is, let's destroy and uncreate it, right? Wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Then I would say when, when you get into that rabbit hole, in your words, I would say what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to receive all that I desire right now with total ease, joy, and glory? Everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And now to the big part of this question. This was just one line, but them talking a lot about it. <laughs> forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is not for anybody else but for you, your body, your psyche, your mind, your life, your future, your living, your, your, you know, your family. But for you first. And basically... If you keep falling into what you call the rabbit hole and what I'm calling the invisible cage of abuse, what if you're not falling into it? What if you're choosing it? And so I would find out what are five or six or seven or eight benefits, gifts, the presents, like Christmas presents, about falling in the rabbit hole. What has it done for you that you still think it's doing for you, that if you stopped unacknowledging that it's doing something for you would change everything right away. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what invention are you using to make need more real to you than the ease of desire? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this part here about forgiving yourself, going back to happiness is just a choice and forgiveness is just a choice. It's like happiness this is step five. You know, happiness is getting quiet, listening, and doing exactly what you hear. That's what I'm asking you to do. So what you're doing is you're writing me a question and you're acknowledging your unhappiness. In that question, you are trying to choose, you're attempting to choose happiness. That's step two. In the questions that I'm reflecting to you, we're attempting to release your addiction to unhappiness. By writing the question and putting this on the radio here and listening to it, you're getting support and sharing your story. I'm suggesting in the questions that I'm asking you, you listen to this again, listen to within, and start weeding out and planting new seeds. So, for instance, you may learn just by asking yourself the question, what is it giving you beneficially? You may learn that at three, when you created this decision, judgment, conclusion, and computation, you got love and nurturance. Well, you might want to destroy and uncreate that because you're not three anymore, and it's now outdated, and you need to update your hard drive which is another good show to listen to. And then when you weed out and plant new seeds, you're creating a new garden of your life and you can actually choose to move beyond abuse, beyond the cage, beyond the rabbit hole. But it is something, just like happiness, that you're going to need to choose each and every time and not judge yourself 
for choosing each and every time. That is the key to forgive yourself. Be like, okay, I'm choosing this now. I'm going to give myself 10 seconds to choose that. Now I'm going to choose something else. So hopefully that is helpful. And I'll continue with some of these questions here. How does one heal shame? This person says, I've done my best to heal abuse, yet there is so much shame I feel towards my body. I judge myself for having chosen abuse and creating a life of sexual, emotional, mental, and psychological abuse. I'm feeling so whipped by life. My best never seems to be good enough, and I judge myself, so therefore others judge me. So defeated. Okay. So thank you for sharing again. All this sharing is acknowledging your unhappiness, and thank you for doing it. Just by writing it out in these questions and hearing it spoken, you're releasing something from your body, and that means you're choosing happiness. So now we got to get to step three, which is releasing your addiction to um, releasing your addiction to unhappiness. Okay. So, let's talk a little bit about this. You're unhappy with your body. That's what you're saying. And you're saying you're judging yourself for having chosen the abuse and creating the life that you created. Um, Sorry, I'm just reading through the email here again. Um, So as you judge yourself for having chosen the abuse and creating a life of sexual, emotional, mental, and psychological abuse, you're feeling whipped by life. My first question to you in releasing your addiction to unhappiness here is who whipped you? Who really whipped your life? And who defeated you to the point that the only thing you can do is trap yourself with the judgment and shame by you and of you. So, everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Every time that you feel and perceive a judgment toward your body, the best thing to do is to destroy and uncreate that judgment toward your body and choose something different. You have to have a different desire than this need to defeat yourself. So what invention are you using with the need to defeat yourself are you choosing? And what invention are you using to feel so whipped by life that you're choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shores, boys and beyonds. And what invention are you using To keep choosing, my best never seems to be good enough. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. This, these questions are the addiction to unhappiness. Now, the shame that you mentioned was also in Dee's example, fallen in the rabbit hole, such a failure and fucked up all the time. These are all the messages of shame. Shame is I am damaged goods. I am a mistake. I am defective. I am garbage. And all those bad list of things, unlovable, nothing, insignificant, I don't matter. So everything that is, let's destroy and uncreate it. And all the 
oaths, vows, fealties, communities, commitments, agreements, binding and bonding contracts to being the shame with all those words and phrases from whomever you're carrying it for, let's destroy and uncreate that too. And rescind, refocus, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy and uncreate all decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations to be shame walking. Everything that is, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. The next question I would ask you about your shame is whose shame, whose shame is it really? Who did you spend most of your time with that never seemed to be good enough? And whose abuse are you replicating and duplicating? The sexual, emotional, mental, and psychological abuse. And what is that giving you? What is that invention as your identity that you're choosing? Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, we're going to go to break, and I will come back. If you're out there and you want to pick up the phone and give us a call, 1-888-346-9141. You could also find that on the Voice America page. The number is there. Thanks so much, and we'll speak after break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello, everybody. So we're talking about happiness, um, but we're also talking about releasing your addiction to unhappiness. And I'm walking you through the seven steps to happiness. And it's so interesting that both of the questions that I got today um, happen to be about shame and judgments and forgiveness, but so much about not being good enough and judging themselves. And 
And this is where people get stuck and why they don't choose happiness and follow it all the way through. But I promise you, if you acknowledge your unhappiness and see all of you and choose happiness just for the fun of it because it's your desire, you will begin to allow ease by releasing your addiction to unhappiness through getting support and receiving yourself as a gift and then learning to listen within you so you know exactly what you wish to choose versus just replicating what you've been doing all these years and then start to create a new life by planting your own garden and leaping into the unknown canvas of your life. That's what it takes. So all of you out there right now that are listening to this show and want to turn it off because you're like, oh, this is too much work. Let's destroy it and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then if you are experiencing this, what change are you refusing with this specific thing you are choosing? That's a great question to ask. And then all that that is, run the clearing statement, destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Most of us choose limitation Rather than fully going through change to unhappiness or forgiveness or releasing the shame and judgment so that you do not have to gain access to your potency. And this world requires you to be potent. The abuse limits all of us from being potent. So the more you stay in the shame and the judgments, the fear and the lack of forgiveness, you are flushing your potency down the drain. And you are the people that need to stand up with me in this Beyond Abuse Revolution and eliminate and eradicate all abuse and all forms of abuse off this planet. And you got to do that by accessing your potency. So what potency are you refusing with the problems and upsets that you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And... What reality are you not claiming and creating as you when you join the shame, the judgments, the not good enough, the failure, the rabbit hole? What reality are you not claiming and creating as you? All that that is, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So everything that doesn't allow the possibilities to dominate rather than the impossibilities, the wrongness, the shame dominating you, can we destroy and uncreate that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this, uh, I do have a caller, so just keep holding there for a moment. And I want to read this other email here, and then we'll bring you on the line. So this person is talking about that they don't feel safe with people. Um, They're only with people if they allow themselves to be a doormat. When they're not a doormat, they say that all hell breaks loose, and then then they're made to be wrong. The person's on high alert and terrified that they will do something or say something to upset someone, and that they will embarrass you in front of it, embarrass them in front of anyone. Okay. So I'm reading some of this stuff as I'm talking to you here on the radio. So this person ends it with, I seem to be so fucked up and I don't know what to do about it essentially. And what is consciousness? What is awareness? So 
essentially there's a lot of confusion in this email and the confusion is also very present with abuse. The confusion is really an unwillingness to know your own potency. So where I just read um, or read out loud that clearing statement, everything that doesn't allow possibilities to dominate rather than impossibilities dominating you, we do destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And ask yourself, what reality are you not claiming and creating as you when you're choosing to be a doormat, when you're choosing not to speak up, when you're choosing to be in doubt and confusion? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And what commitment to a different possibility are you refusing that you could be choosing that if you choose it would actualize as the life that totally works for you? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And what embodiment are you refusing that you could be choosing, that if you choose it would create beyond all limitations? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I may come back to that. Um, You also asked about money with it. One of my favorite money clearings to use is what energy, space and consciousness can me and my body be to outcreate myself financially with ease, joy and glory. Anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I'll come back to some of these, but let's take Reed here from Colorado. Hello, Dr. Lisa. Hello again. How are you Hi. today and how can I contribute to you? Well, um, I love the seven steps that you created. The um mm-hmm. Number three, particularly, is the release your addiction to unhappiness. <laughs> and um, that one, for me, is poking something at me. And last night, and it's been kind of familiar, is I've had these emotions um, of, like, anger, rage, fury, hate, all this stuff come up. Um, and then I'll go into, like, sadness and then start crying. And there's been a lot of energy or perceiving this feeling or sensation in my eyes. And so I was surrounded by a lot of people who chose unhappiness, mm-hmm. you know, in my school, um, in the house. And so it's like what your step was here is to like, it's a way to get attention and mm-hmm. there's something there. So okay. Like, so you're experiencing, okay. Expected? Let me ask you a question. Okay. Yeah. So you're experiencing, all of what you just shared in the body through your eyes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah well, my, it's like my eyes have an intense, like there's an intense energy there. It's almost like, I want to oh. say pain, but it's like, it's like almost like on the, on the top part of my eyes. It's almost like right. I've been continuously crying and like very emotional. <clears throat> okay. So everywhere that you think the eyes that they're releasing water is, crying or sadness and emotions, um, which it may be, but anywhere that you've locked what you know in this reality that that could be, can we just destroy and uncreate that and open up the space for a different possibility? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So truth, if you just close your eyes now, Reed, and you let your eyes answer me, eyes, what would you like to say? What's the intense energy here? Truth. It's, it's almost like there's a lot of energy. It's like it's somebody else's 
energy or emotions. That That's what it is, but what does it want to say? Um, Truth. First thought, best thought. Don't don't think. I'm I'm hurt. Great. I'm sad. Great. I'm hurt and I'm sad. Yeah. Great. And what are you hurt and sad about? Truth. Don't think. Uh, the things that went on um, at school when I went at, went to school and I and the things that happened in my family. Great. What did you see at school that's locked in your eyes that is unlocking now? And what did you what did you see with your family that's in your eyes that is unlocking now? The Truth. Um, just people being mean to each other, the abuse, the anger. Right. What did you see though? Name the that's what it is, but name it specifically. Like who was mean to who in school? Okay. Um, so a lot of basically I had friends that were mean to me. Okay, what's one were, friend's first name that was mean to you? Uh, Kirk. And what did Kirk do the most meanest thing that you can remember right now? Verbal abuse. And what did he say to you? It was mostly probably what he didn't say. What did you, what did you perceive through his eyes and his energy at you that you put words to verbally that was abusive? Truth. I don't want to be around you. Okay. And truth, is it more like I hate you? Yeah, that feels like. <laughs> well, that's what I heard. Okay. So, and then with your family, what did you see that your eyes are unwinding and unlocking now? Um, the, the, the fights and everything that went on between me and my, or between my parents. And okay, and what's one time that your parents fought that is right in your mind's eye right now? Uh, I was really young, probably like like maybe four years old or something like that, and I I remember really getting emotional and trying to like dissipate the situation, and it's something that I didn't want to see. And what did you try to dis- what did you try to do in dissipating the situation? Uh, I would I would have tears. I would cry. Okay. I would basically say stop it and and just really get really emotional and and say stop it and cry. Okay. So you attempted to use your emotions to mitigate a violent situation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what did you do at school? Did you cry too? Um, I remember one time I did cry. Um, The Kirk and someone else were, were doing some verbal abuse. Uh, at me and I got emotional and the teacher didn't really do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt really helpless. Okay. Okay. So everything that we've just talked about, let's just destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what commitment to a different possibility are you refusing right now with the intensity in the in your eyes that you're choosing, that you could be choosing, that if you chose it would actualize as the sight and the awareness that totally works for you. Everything mm-hmm. that brings up and lets down, create, destroy, and uncreate it. Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what within you here needs to die in order for you to thrive? All that that is, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what within you needs to die in order for you to thrive? What within you 
needs to die in order for you to be happy. What within you needs to die in order for you to be conscious. What within you needs to die in order for you to choose happiness. And all that that is, will you destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Reed, we're going to go to break. We'll come back after break, and I'll check back in with you, okay? Okay, thank you. This is Dr. Lisa, and we'll be back after the break. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. To reach Dr. Lisa Cooney or her guest today, please call into 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Lisa Cooney at gmail.com. Now, back to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Hello again, this is Dr. Lisa, and we're talking about happiness, and I want to follow up with Reed here. How are you doing now? Um, it's, it's something shifting, and when you said talk about, like, dest- or what would you destroy mm-hmm. that would, would change this, and I mm-hmm. get, like, the memories of this, of the past, of all that, and um, there's something there about when I get into a relationship that it has to, there has to be some kind of hatred or some kind of a remorse. And I also actually get revenge to would require to be destroyed. Revenge. Okay. On so all the people. decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations you've made about being in a relationship that can only exist with the invention of hatred, remorse, and revenge, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. And all the oath, vows, filties, committees, commitments, agreements, binding and bonding contracts to that, spells, curses, incantations to that, could we rescind, revoke, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate the forever commitment to that? Absolutely. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. See, most people want to destroy their memories. And what I say is, what if you expand your memories by moving beyond them and taking all the awareness from them 
but not just staying stuck in it. Mm. And then acknowledging all of you in those memories to move beyond it. Because those you used your tears to navigate a violent situation. That's pretty smart at the age of four. And how could you outcreate that without needing to manipulate with tears any longer to navigate what you're trying to move beyond in your life now? How can you use it to your advantage? How is what's happening in your eyes right now, your body's response to you of your potency? So maybe what needs to die is what you're holding on to about a wrongness or a problem and what you're not allowing yourself to be aware of, which is the gift that your capacity and potency can be if you're willing to see, know, be, and receive and perceive it right now. Yeah. So step four, most people get stuck in step three, release your addiction and happiness. That's what you're saying here too. And every email I read on the show today got stuck there. And what you're doing and what they're doing by writing the emails and you calling up is you're getting support and sharing your story for the purpose of receiving you as a gift. So if you listen within step five now, getting quiet and listen to your eyes, listen to the intensity, what awareness are your eyes attempting to give you? That right there, whatever that thought was. Yeah. What is it? Um, what did you hear? What did you feel? What did you sense? What did you perceive? It's some. It's like there's not to take what you see literally, or something like that, or to move to go beyond what you see. Very good. Yeah. So yeah, all the form, you're... structure, and significance of everybody on the show who's locked that into their eyes, their body, and their reality that has only created misery. And never allowed happiness to be the choice. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. The eyes locking into the form and structure of what you actually saw, making that more real than anything else, blocks you from going beyond it. Blocks you from your awareness. Blocks you from your potency. Blocks you from generating, creating the life that you desire. And when you block that, you are never going to move forward in these seven steps. You'll never get to weed out and plant new seeds, and you'll never get to unleash your awesome. So every time, Reed, you have this intensity in your eyes, it is a wake-up call from your body that is telling you to listen to me. That's your body speaking, not me. Listen to me. And literally go beyond what you're seeing. We all have to do it. That's the tenacity of consciousness that I talk about on this show all the time. We have to go beyond what we see, what we think, what we feel, what we perceive. Otherwise, we will lock it into our body and never get beyond it. So it's kind of like, what have you made so vital about the occupation of what you're seeing and the form, structure, significance of what you're seeing of this reality that requires you to have the feelings for the thoughts to create the solidity of your limitations. Everything that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. 
right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what have you made so vital about the occupation of this reality that requires you to have the feelings for the thoughts to create the solidity of your limitations? So you have to have the feelings of sadness and hurt in your eyes to have the thoughts that you're helpless or hopeless or no good or need hatred, remorse, or revenge so that you can create the solidity of what's limitating you. Say what? <laughs> what have you so made so vital cute. about the occupation of this reality that requires you to have the feelings for the thoughts to create the solidity of your limitations? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I definitely suggest you listen to this segment again, as well as the whole yeah. show. And this um, might be a great uh, time to, you know, perhaps invest in the Clearing Loop subscription program so that you can get these downloaded, the Clearing Loops, and just listen to them over and over again. Okay. And what have you all made so vital about creating never being the gifted one that keeps you from accessing the talents, abilities, the power, and the capacities you truly be are you choosing. Everything that that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So we're getting toward the end of the show. How are you doing now? Oh, a, a lot different. Um, a lot more space and more ease with this. My eyes aren't as intense. I don't feel as emotional at the moment. Um, well, excellent. Definitely shifting. Well, let us know how you're continuing to doing. If you want, post something on Facebook, send me an email, and thanks for calling in. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. That was a great example. Okay. Thank you. So that was really cool about how we witness and how Reed witnessed him being occupied by this reality, by his feelings to keep the thoughts going to create the solidity of our limitations. We all have that, even in all the emails that – that I've gotten. doesn't matter how much you shut down or shut off your awareness. It doesn't matter how many decades. As long as you use these seven steps, you will unlock your awareness and then you can be the talents, ability, power, capacities you truly be. That's what happiness truly is. That's the reality. That's what happiness truly is. Otherwise, the only choice you have is misery. And I think we've all been miserable enough. I know I have, and I'm not willing to, to be miserable anymore, and I hope that you're not willing to be miserable anymore. It is never too late. It is never too late. Never give up, never give in, and never stop. Acknowledge your unhappiness. Happiness is seeing all of you. Choose happiness. Happiness is choosing just for the fun of it. A double dog dare you to go out and do something fun just for you. Happiness is allowing ease. Release your addiction to the unhappiness. Every time you ever hear a judgment or shame or unforgiveness or get stuck in that rabbit hole or that cage of abuse, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to invoke ease, joy, and glory? Right, man, right now that I truly be. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Get support and share your story so that you learn your gift. Step five, learn to listen within. Sit quietly like I modeled with Reed and do exactly what you hear no matter what. What do you got to lose? Every time something comes up, weed it out. Plant new seeds. Choose something different in that moment and unleash your awesome. 
That's the seventh step. That's when you get to paint the canvas of your life. So take a look on the, the Amazon or the Happiness Summit, the energy of happiness. And hopefully this was inspiring to you that you can use this in your daily life. And what would the world be like if all of us got more happy? And each and every day, no matter what, we just did something for the love of it, for the fun of it, because we know all of us need air to breathe and desire air to breathe, and none of us don't get to have it. Same thing with happiness. It's the same thing with forgiveness. It's the same thing with creating and generating your life. Just choose it and be the demand for the universe to conspire blessings upon you. This is Dr. Lisa, and I'll be back next week with Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week Yours.